Hello and welcome to Audionautic Deep Space Network episode 62. <laughs> We're just cracking up about the comments that have been coming on through. We'll get to those in a second though. This is our weekly music production, technology, and marketing podcast. And today we've got a sound demo of an awesome and free DX7 and a few other since uh, iOS app and mobile app, but I believe it also works on new Macs. We'll also take a look at an interesting new cassette player, and I stress new, and this was by given to us by one of our patrons to check out. And then we've also got, Curtis brought this to the table, a Profit 5 VST. And we'll also be taking a look at this strange new world of AI and cloned voices from some of our favorite musicians. And we're going to talk, where's the line, who holds the copyright to a voice, things like that. We are live. Thanks to everyone who's joining us live in the chat. Let us know what you've been up to this week. I'll get to some of those in a moment. Uh, and I also want to welcome all of the listeners over on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Thanks a ton for checking it out. And if you enjoy the show, consider giving a rating or a review and following. It helps a ton as we're always trying to reach new ears and eyes. Um, my name is Sun Warper, and with me today is Curtis. How are you, my friend? All right, yeah, I'm all right. Just looking now we're right. I got yeah, you on the on the camera now. Yeah, no, just checking out the docket for the week. Um, yeah, I'm good. a little late, but that's all right. <laughs> you can never you can never read it too many times. You know, we got we no. Have, you're uh, right. You're we've right. Just, we've just had uh, we've just managed to get Streamyard Pro, and come, with great power becomes great responsibility. Um, so that's true. I uh, I do want to bid a fond farewell though to something i just need to open uh, it yeah, really yeah, quickly yeah, yeah. uh we do have to bid farewell to Streamyard lake but it, it's a happy goodbye it's a hey. very happy goodbye um Streamyard lake has been replaced by audionautic spaceman yeah oh, on the top as you probably saw the changes we are missing eon lake today he unfortunately wasn't able to join us so we can when we need an opinion or a rant we can turn back to Streamyard lake if we need it but uh but for now the spaceman will be listening to tunes as we talk. So what have you been up to, Curtis? Uh, another week of performances here in Czech Republic. Uh, we made English-speaking theatre history, uh, which is quite fun. Um, so I've been doing more sound design, making things work, and that kind of thing. It's all been about making sounds for theatre and for kind of live performance as opposed to sticking to the music. Um, it's been great to take a break in that regard because I come back Obviously, I'm going live after this, and so I'm going to. I'm taking a lot of ideas, and I'm just going to put them into into what I'm playing after this. So yeah, nice. that's been my week. Um, lots of production, and it's been fun. You know, that's been great that's fun. Exciting. How about yourself? Uh, lots of music. I was telling uh, our patron who was in our Starstream chat and you, Curtis, this weekend that I I improvised to a degree improvised a live set on Koala Sampler and the SP404. I had a bunch of beats that I made in Koala like at night, you know, just on my phone. And I was like, I'm just going to throw these together. So I did some, I, I used the two samplers together so I could transition between tracks much more naturally. So even the ones, some of them that I made in Koala, I put into the SP. And so that'll come out tomorrow. But that was a lot of fun. That took some time. And then uh, I've been trying to take walks every morning. Like after I walk my dog, just go by myself, listen to a podcast or something and just kind of be out in nature. I'll shut off the podcast too and just hear the bird song and things like that just to, I don't know, I guess ground myself, something to that degree. But it's it's nice to just get out in the sun. The weather is getting real nice. It's kind of weird here though. And California keeps changing. We get rain, we get not. But I do want to get to these comments because we were cracking up at the start for a reason. So uh, first of all, 
<laughs> I have to show this one because I love this lack of emoji thing from StreamYard. We got a elbow cough from Survey yeah. Channel. <laughs> he, he says, uh, we asked him how he's doing. He said, everything's going well. That's great, Survey Channel. Happy to have you with us today. Hope to see you in the round robin. And um, we also got this one, which is what we were cracking up about. <laughs> Thomas says, oh, my God, you guys scared me. Was working in Ableton on a project. YouTube running in the background. Completely forgot that all of a sudden guitars start to blast out of my speakers. Actually, it was probably just speaker because I keep noticing that when we did that mix, I just had one guitar on the left side and it's starting to bug me. So we might have a remaster coming soon of Trans-Pacific. Trans we'll see. But uh, it does creep well, up on you though. It's quite Yeah, nice. they, they do. I, I hope you enjoyed the music and that it was a bit of a like, oh, that's right. You know, I need to, to change what I'm doing right now. But we appreciate you being here, Thomas. And Hydro Fighter says, hey, guys, I'm kind of here in a meeting, have half of my headset on, <laughs> listening to the meeting and an earbud in listening to the show. It's not stereo. It's double mono. That is some crazy uh, multitasking. So we're proud of you for that, Hydro Fighter. But if you need to listen to your work meeting, that's OK. We'll forgive you. Uh, just shut it off and listen to us. Uh, it's, it's... Against that. But I think you should keep your job. And you can always listen to us later, maybe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. You know, who knows? That was smooth. That was very smooth. Uh, uh, I, I try, man. I try. So yeah. shall we get into some news or is there anything else you want to cover before we hop on over? No, I just want to say hello to everyone and say thank you for joining us. It's lovely to have you here. Uh, we've, got, we've got a great show. Uh, Sunwolf has gone through the docket, so we'll get into it. He's got a little live demo for us today. Um, yeah. And yeah, we're going to keep this going. Um, so we have things. We have things, uh, for example, like this. Welcome to ADSM. Ooh, yes. Yes. We forgot uh, to have that on when we started, but, but we're trying to ease you all into mm. the, the new things we can do with StreamYard. And massive thank you to all of our viewers and our awesome patrons for helping us reach that StreamYard pledge uh, goal in just, what, a week, two weeks, something like that. Yeah. It's awesome. I we love you guys for it. Very much so, yeah. Um, so we'll get into it for now. Uh, there's more about Patreon later. Uh, like I said, we've got a piece of news from one of our patrons, which is yes. always fun. But for now, let's have a look at what's going on in the Audio Kit Pro world. Yes, uh, just we'll start... really quick, I just want to give two more comments uh, thing. Thomas says, it took me a few seconds before I realized what was going on. I, maybe you could have like tried to throw that guitar into your track, you know, weave it in. Probably a different key, but that would have been really cool. And mm. then we also got Maureen's friend in the chat. He says, yo, what's going on, Maureen's friend? How are you? What you been up to? Now, let's talk audio kit. Audio right. kit, eh? Audio kit, yeah. yeah. Uh, let's start. I've put the uh, the website here. Which I'm on it. Up here. Um, so we'll start with this. So this is, you brought this to the table. Um, mm -hmm. You actually done a little demo so why don't you tell us what's been going on here yeah so audio kit we've covered them a few times they did that retro saga synth a couple mm -hmm. months back so they put out a lot of free content and this one is free it's brand new i think they said it's forever free too i believe it's called king of fm and we had i think it was thomas one of our patrons uh talking about dx7s recently and so this is a really cool it's for ios i think android and on mac it should say on the website but it has yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. it's here um uh, sorry cut across yeah you. You got no no iPhone. you're good yeah you can correct me yeah ios iphone ipad ios aev3 and silicon mac so standalone yeah so that's all oh i can get that on my new macbook yeah, i didn't yeah, even realize yeah. that i just had it on my ipad and my phone but anyways it's got classic presets faithfully recorded from the original 80 synthesizers dx7 dx7 2 tx81z which i don't know about and SY77, also, I don't know about. But I'm an FM, like, I'm not 
into FM that much. I don't know. If, are you familiar with any of those, Curtis? Well, Besides the DX7, I mean, I know that, yeah. Uh, bits and bobs, yeah. Um, I used them a bit when, at my previous job, and they were always fun. They get some nice, interesting presets there. It's always fun. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes you hear them and you're just like, that's from that song in the 80s. You know, it's like, it's just right there. But a couple of things about it. You can use it with a MIDI keyboard or iOS DAW. Uh, over 300 presets and over 10,000 individual samples to inspire you. There's a bunch of FX, phaser, chorus, uh, what else? Reverb, ping pong, delay, crush. There's a bit crush. It's really cool. A lo-fi. Yeah. Stereo fatten, they call it, which is widening. And there's also auto pan and a couple others. They say over two gigabytes of sound compressed sounds compressed to under 400 MB. And there's a bunch of other stuff you can do. It works in plug iOS plugin hosts like GarageBand, AUM, Cubasis, BeatMaker 3, and more. So I know we have some people that use Cubasis, so that's always nice. Uh, mm. And it also says includes full lifetime license for both iPhone, iPad, and Mac. So oh, it's yeah. awesome. Should we get to a little sound demo, though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring it up, bring it up, bring it up. Okay, now I just want to stress one thing before we do that, though. I am not the best iPad keyboard player. I don't know if there is such a thing as a, an amazing iPad keyboard player. It's hard to play. But yeah, so I messed around with a few of the presets. And first I started with a classic piano, and then I started doing some sound design. So we'll start with some classic sounds and then get into some cool stuff. And this is an edited version of this demo. If you want to check out the full demo I made, it's about six minutes going through sounds, doing some sound design with it. It is up or will be up after this for our patrons. Yes. Yes. I remember not replying to your message this morning. Uh, yeah, I, know. I was, I was like, you, you put two <laughs> emojis on. There were like eight messages, voice messages, and you put two emojis. And I just thought to myself, I have no idea what those two specific I, voice I messages was, said. <laughs> I was planning to reply, and then I got into work this morning, and then just everything went haywire. And before I know it, it's 7 o'clock, and we've got to start doing this. So yeah, I, um, I just thought you were sick of my voice. I mean, to be fair, it was eight <laughs> messages. And I was like, I'm sorry I've sent so many, but I, there was this, and then this, and then this. I, 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 mean, I love waking up to messages and hearing what's going on with you at your end, and I really I do. I appreciate it. I thought it. you'd like the sound of my voice over eight I messages. You know, I mean, it's, what I let, it's better. Yeah. Spotify in the morning on my commute to work. You know, it's, <laughs> it's fantastic. Spotify, right? Exactly. Um, and then I just, yeah, I went through all of them this morning on the way into work and I was just like, ah, okay, there we go. And then I got into work going, I am going to reply. And then everything just went haywire, like we say. So there <laughs> well, we go. That's, let's that's check my story. Out songs. That's, yeah. that's enough of us rambling on, but that it's okay. I forgive you, but you know, it's, it's all right. Let's check this out. Appreciate it. Die, die, dogs. Yeah, I got that vibe too. I know yeah. the sound font. Yeah. Oh, there's a bell. Just wait. Now we start doing some sound design here. Reverb. I love the placement of your logo, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Gotta put it there. Yeah. the lo-fi bit crush oh that's nice there's also a distortion that's cool now we start doing some weird stuff
distortion, and then there's an LFO on the filter. That's that. That's that film school coming right in there. <laughs> Again, die, die, dogs. It's a great thing. Yeah, and this is a different patch. This is the tines, full tines. You can see it up there. Just messing with the reverb. The built-in reverb and delay, really good. All right, yeah, so that's what we got. If you want to check out the full, I go through a bunch of different presets, some sound design and things like that. It will be up after this for our patrons. Um, real quick, we got a bunch of chats, so I want to cover those. Uh, let's see, we've got Shady Ridge in the chat. He says, hey, everyone, hey. Shady, what's going on? How are you? J-Bell asks, how would you connect iPhone or iPad to a MIDI controller? So if you have Lightning, there are dongles that you can buy from Apple that gives you a USB input that goes into the lightning. It's really annoying, but I believe the new iPads are USB-C. And so all you would need is a USB-C to uh, whatever that input is for MIDI controllers. USB 2.0 usually. Really? Mine's that weird one. I don't know, whatever. It doesn't matter, but you would just get the connections for that. You could just check that out, J-Bell. That's how you would do it. And Thomas asks, can it do the lately bass? Uh, from the classic Hathaway song, What is Love? I believe so. I mean, it's free. You can check it out for yourself and see what you get. Survey Channel says, I used a fair bit of FM on my new tunes. Oh, very cool. Oh, yeah. Have you been using FM before that, Survey Channel? Or is that more of a recent thing that you started doing with that bit of new tunes? He says, it's what I live for. And let's see. <laughs> Survey Channel says, FM smokes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to get a... a, a a claim or anything from YouTube, so we'll just we'll just censor that little bit there. Survey, but uh, but yeah, and Curtis in answer replied because we were chatting that day. he used it. He used to have a MIDI connected on Android, but yeah, that's not that's not iOS. iOS. Curtis. I figure, I figure electricity is electricity. No? Well, I think Android usually has USB C, but but these new iPads, mm. I believe, like I said, do have USB C, so it would be an easy thing. But uh, yeah, J Bell, if you have lightning there is a dong i think it's like the dongle is like the photographer's one or something but it goes lightning to a usb and you would just use that there we go um it looks like a little lovely little uh synthesizer to play around with even if it's just for like shits and gigs just to kind of just see i don't know man the effects are really good i was getting some really cool sounds that i was thinking i could turn these into drones that i could sample or do stuff like that the piano is great i mean the piano is really good the bass sounds are always good it reminds me of a Volca FM, but better because there's more effects, there's more polyphony, but also it's on your phone, so you can be anywhere. Mm. And it works, like I said, with GarageBand and things like that, so it's pretty awesome. Oh, yeah, totally. I mean, I, again, I mean, we haven't covered a iOS synth for a while, but they are, you know, that that, that they are becoming equal now to, like, soft synths on the computer and stuff like that, and that is a wonderful thing to see. Um, yeah. Just, you know... You can have a bunch of iPads, have everything digital, have everything on you going, that kind of thing. You don't have to worry so much about hardware and where you're going. And it's always been as well. The presets have been 
slightly subpar or have been something a bit off kind of thing. But now, touch wood at least, they look like they're coming into their own and they're going to come through. This is technically MDF, but it will be for now. <laughs> it's all right. Well, <laughs> if you wouldn't have said it, I wouldn't know. And the internet wouldn't know. So don't worry about it. No, no, everything's transparent in this world. Yeah. <laughs> oh. As you know, everything on the internet is true. So um, you can go from there. Yeah, but yeah. Abraham Lincoln say that? Exactly, yeah. yeah. And uh, AI will destroy us all. I'm pretty sure that's what he put in his memoirs, at least. Um. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> and Curtis, uh, not Curtis, you're right here. Survey Channel, no need to apologize. Uh, we're not ones to stop you from saying that any of that stuff is just, we're just being mindful of the uh, the AI what overlords of youtube i don't know no, whatever no, you want to call crawlers? it crawlers crawlers yeah the crawlers, crawlers? Yeah. you yeah, hate yeah, that you hate that spite. yeah crawlers yeah for <laughs> seo it's the crawlers that go through websites and find the seo and do all that yeah i remember when i told that to you just like you were like my skin is just like yeah, it's crawling your skin was crawling literally. yeah, yeah. The, the idea that, you know, you've got these little bugs, these little digital bugs just scrolling over all the digital <laughs> content in the world just picking them apart like yeah, it makes my skin crawl quite literally. But um, this has nothing to do with FM since, so we should no. get back on track. <laughs> I'm curious if anybody in the chat is looking to grab this. It's free. Like I said, I believe it will remain free, which is just awesome. It's a lot of fun, even just to mess around with if you've got an iPhone or any of that stuff. It's it's really fun. So let me know. Curtis, are you looking to grab this? I think so. Uh, I'll get around to it at some point for sure. A nifty little thing on on a tablet. I don't have any form of tablet right now, and um, but even and I don't have any Macs or anything like that. So maybe with all these things, they always come out on Apple first because it's more of a stable iOS, uh, more of a stable operating system. Maybe when it comes across to Windows or when it comes to, across to Android, that'll be what I'm looking for. Could perhaps put it on my work computer, but um, there you go. We'll see. Who needs uh, to work, right? That's what you're telling Hydro Fighter. Yeah, so. I mean, who needs to work? You know, you might only just make music for a living. Um, uh, Thomas in the chat has asked for the link, so I'm just gonna pop it in there. There you go. He's actually, oh, yes, I should it. also say thank you, Thomas. The link will be in the description after the show, and for those listening on podcasts, it will be in, I guess they call it the show notes, right? We gotta be all, yeah, fancy, show notes. But yeah, in, yeah. The, in the show notes. Uh, yeah, so it is in the chat. I'll pop this up right now just so you can see. But that's it. If you're watching on Spotify, there's the link. But it is in the show notes. Mm, very much so. Um, this oh, I've just noticed. Uh, well, this is a nice little segue into our next little bit. I've just noticed we are at 297 subscribers, which is quite an yeah. interesting place to be. Three more till we hit 300, which is a uh, really cool, really interesting. Um, the show is brought to us, you, everyone listening, and everyone, well, the fact that me and some opera are here is the very fact for our patrons. Um, and we thank you very much for your patronage, so to speak. Um, the fact that I've just changed the banner to this, <laughs> massive love to our patrons, become a patron in the link below, because we have now got StreamYard Pro. Um, and we have done a lot of things. Some opera and I got very excited at our weekly meeting over on Monday. <laughs> Lots of new features in here. We can change stuff. We can move things around we can have different cameras and stuff and yeah um we're slowly getting to grips with what this new software can give us and the time as well i think is the main thing for us the think the time saving devices which will allow us to create better content and allow us to go deeper into the subjects that we want to talk about to then bring this to you every wednesday my evening american morning slash afternoon depending on where you are um yeah. but yeah it's a if big, you big country yeah exactly <laughs> if you if you like what we do and you uh 
want to help us grow, spread the word. Obviously, likes and shares are great. But if you want to become a patron, please consider going down to our Patreon link, our Patreon link, and making a pledge. Pledges start at two dollars per month, and we well, some of will tell you about all what you get because I keep forgetting. So yeah, <laughs> I better. Why don't we just show the patron real quick? That's probably yeah, the best thing. Why, why just let tell them? You know, they, if, yeah. if you're curious to see what what you get, uh, I will say though, you get an exclusive hangout we hang out at once a month with all the patrons talk about all kinds of stuff this month curtis could tell you what we were talking about but uh, we were talking ai stuff music things copyright all that but we talk about synth gear all the time one time curtis was trying to figure out how to do a certain thing in ableton and with the patrons we were able to figure out oh we can do this this and this so here mm -hmm. we go curtis has the uh all the different tiers if you're curious to check it out we're also going to start doing, we're bringing back Binary Stars. It'll be for uh, patrons, the $5 and up. We'll be hanging out live, listening to some music and just talking once a month on that. So yeah, if you want to check it out, there's also a Twitter group and a Discord group. But yeah, the link is in the description. And I just want to say a massive thank you to all of the patrons and viewers who helped uh us get this StreamYard Pro. We got the cool new star background that was Curtis's okay. doing. All these awesome bells and whistles. It's because of you guys that we can do that, and it means so much to us to share these with you and uh, to have your support. So I just yeah. want to say thank you. Yeah, me too. Uh, we thank you ever so much. Uh, it's a massive, it's a massive thing to happen for us um, to be able to put something out there and then hear it received and then come back and know that. You know, we have a little bit of a mandate and that we can like fulfill that and stuff. And, you know, we had a lovely hangout on Sunday. Um, we were talking about we were getting deep into the nitty gritty of copyright law, both kind of like for us as uh, producers, but also like we're going to talk about in the round robin when AI comes into things and we're using clones and stuff like that. It was a really fascinating debate um, about, you know, and supporting each other. I think it was a really interesting point, like uh, Thomas um based in uh scandinavia has a different royalty company to say mine here in the czech republic for example so we were swapping kind of like ideas on how to best uh put your music onto sync licensing so that whenever it's aired without your particular knowledge you know that there are people coming to claim the money for you which is a really important thing for the full-time producer so um yeah those tips and tricks were really useful really nice and also royalty splits as well um which was really interesting um fascinating discussion on sunday yeah definitely and also want to quickly say hello to one of our patrons who it's a perfect segue because he brought this to our attention this next bit of news david is in the chat he says hey everyone and he brought this over in the discord yeah everyone is welcome to join the discord the link is in the description um we talk all kinds of production stuff and things like that but he brought this it's we are rewind cassette players and these are new cassette players they look fucking sick as well i'm gonna yeah. uh, sh share the screen on this one um might have to censor me but yeah we're gonna go with that one um where is the <laughs> we'll so we have... <laughs> yeah there we, go. there we go there we go so these are brand new uh we are rewind cassette players currently all sold out um and yeah um 3,600 crowns, which is about 160 bucks. Uh, if I can change that into dollars, I'll come back to that in a second. But yeah, this, some of them, what, do you, what, do you, what, are you, what are you thinking? I mean, it's awesome. I've always wondered as cassette 
tapes have gone up in sales with independent music and things like that. Is there going to be a rise in new cassette players? Because mm. like I have a four track cassette recorder. I mean, that's not a player, obviously, but I always see people using those very old tiny tape recorders and things like that. This does have a record functionality, which is awesome. So for ambient music, getting those gritty loop tape loops and things mm. like that. I don't know how gritty it is because this is obviously new, but the tapes and things like that, I think just the format itself sometimes has some artifacting, which is pleasant, shall we say. So yeah, there's three different colors, 160 bucks. It's sold out, which is a bummer for right now, but um, it's really cool. And yeah, so that's what I think. I just thought it was cool to see that there is a, the demand is being met with supply now. I've always wondered, like, when will that happen? What's the, we talk about that with vinyl too. I mean, in terms of vinyl factories versus how much vinyl is being produced. So it's cool to see some new stuff coming out. And Survey Channel in the chat says, I need one of these. My Sanyo portable crapped the bed years ago. Yeah. yeah, well, hopefully they get back in stock. If you guys want us to keep an eye on it, we'll we'll see and we'll let you know when it comes out. But yeah, this looks, if they bring more out, this looks cool. Curtis, what's your take on it? I think it's great. Um, I think it's sleek, it's shiny, it's a little bit, what's the phrase, retro-future-ish? Yeah. Yeah, I believe so. Um, and I love that. I would go, I, we had this little debate just before we went <laughs> online, uh, online, on live, oh, that orange is ghastly, and I love that. Um, <laughs> I love, it's just in your face. I love it. It's, you know. It's, it's really interesting. It comes at a time, you know, that, you know, when you, you consider one or you, um, uh, you highlight one thing in your brain or you notice one thing in your brain and then suddenly you see it everywhere. Yeah. Um, in the past two weeks, I think I've had, I've had about three or four separate entities come to me and ask me if my stuff is out on cassette <laughs> and it's obviously it's not on cassette. It's one thing that we're trying to work on audio nautic is try and find, a. a a viable cassette distributor um and uh because we know that we've got problems with vinyl we know that we've got consistent backlogs of vinyl vinyl's more expensive it's becoming a commodity even more so in the revival and if you are depending on who you are but if you ask me it's now getting a bit ridiculous how expensive they can be um this seems like a logical next step for those who want that classic analog sound cassettes they're portable they're as somewhat sturdier i imagine and um, i mean you do have that 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 click that clunk that play that just and that there. tactile and response we always talk about with exactly. synths right with hardware synths yeah definitely exactly. so that, definitely that and i i do want to mention i believe they have added some it's it's not just a cassette i mean it is a cassette player but it's they claim that it's modernized i think they replaced how you do it's like a rechargeable battery or something to that effect yeah and it's also got bluetooth yeah. so you can connect oh, wireless headphones yeah. to it so it's yeah. a kind of crazy like you said retro futurism is mm. you have a cassette player with bluetooth that's just so <sighs> so juxtaposed or such a dichotomy mm. like it's so strange but uh yeah david who brought this to us actually says i want one i figured since you let us know about it <laughs> but yeah i think we all want one and he says, I have two releases on cassette also, so need more players for listeners. Yeah, it's great to see that mm. this supply has, well, I mean, it's sold out now. So unfortunately, I guess it hasn't fully, but has come to meet demand for all these resurgences in cassette sales and things like that. And mm. he also says it's affordable. Yeah, I mean, 160 bucks. It's crazy. I hope since they sold out, I don't know how long these have been out for, but I hope they're making more because it's really cool. Yeah. I want to know more about the like the record functionality, quite frankly, because I think that'd be cool to be able to listen to things, record 
tiny little things. So yeah, I know it's not a full on record, like cassette recorder, but just if it can give you that lo-fi sound and stuff, that'd be two things for your money, right? You know, completely and utterly. Yeah. Um, we'd also like to know what you guys think. Um, some Whopper was very much in the blue corner and I was very much in the yellow corner, uh, orange color. So yeah, let, let's just uh, show those colors no, again. So there's the blue. I think that's sleek. Comes in blue. I don't nice. think, I mean, you said I'm the orange is ghastly. So, you know, but I, I think I'm using ghastly as a, as a, as no, a I know, I know, I know. Um, I think the blue is lovely. I think the personally I'm with the orange on this one just because it's loud and brash. I and do also, like that color of orange though. It's very cool. And yeah, there's I, gray. So and it's gray. Yeah. And I think they've got, it's also okay so the blue is called kurt the gray is called keith the orange doesn't have a name i think it's surge i believe surge? s-e-r-g-e right well there you go i believe um, i thought i saw that maybe it's just some random thing in my mind but i swear i saw that it was three if it's in part of your reality then it's in the only reality that there we go all right so yeah uh yeah we'd like to know what you want i i'm i'm going i'm in orange camp i think this is like a bit I imagine this future debate when it goes on to Apple and it goes on to Spotify being a bit like that twilight, like tribalism, you know, whether you were the werewolf guy or the vampire guy. Um, I'm, I'm <laughs> expecting to wake up Surge on Sunday morning. <laughs> <laughs> I'm expecting to wake up on Sunday morning, the morning after this goes out. Discord just, and shambles. Just, yeah, and just people just warring over Team what they're going to get. <laughs> uh, JVL says, would be cool if you could record onto it uh, and sample from it by output or something. You can. And just mm. to verify that, it did say that it can record, and that's what I was mentioning earlier, but... We have a user on Discord who said that they've got one. They're great. Big recommend. And I said, oh, can you actually record on it? He said, yep, there's a record button and a blank tape and a pencil. So a pencil. all you need. That's what you want. I like I like how it comes with a pencil. It's very good. Um, <laughs> so that's, that's what you need. That's what you need. Uh, we'll put that one to bed. If anyone picks one up and has a little demonstration and wants to put it in our Discord, please, please do that. I'd love to see how it works in the flesh, so to speak. That's not one of these, you know, super polished advertising videos, but it's just, you know, a random. What it uh, is. Exactly for exactly what it is. So um, love to see more. We'd absolutely love to see more in that regard. Um, and here's to lots more tape loops and ambient gnarliness. Yeah, there's going to be an even bigger resurgence of that. Yeah, mm, very much so. Um, so that's that one. Uh, our last piece of news for the week Um concerns the profit or the uh, the profit five in a way now um we in, so before we get into this some and i had another little discussion we were very much discussing in the green room uh today um <laughs> profiting is it two t's or one t google's telling me both um and i'm a shaven chimp with no idea of how to spell so please let us know uh if it is one t or two t's i think um, what i was saying is that i think it's a case of us and uk or Maybe. however you want to call it but the different forms of english you know some spell what like color with a u we we don't do that typically things like that so gray right that's a or e things like that yeah. so it could just be that but uh, he he stuck to his guns and kept the two t's so yeah j bell though oh he's right where you are and he says one t that's what i was thinking i was like i think he misspelled it he's like no no i didn't and first Probably i was going to defer to the english teacher but i i i was like i don't think so so uh, I Googled it and I got one T and then he said, no, there's two. So it's like, maybe it's a geographical thing. If anybody knows, let us know. I mean, it's just I, a word. Who cares? Right. That's I, what I also said. But just 
Curtis brought it up, so I wanted to be fair and mention what we talked about. And real quick on the cassette matter, uh, Hydro Fighter says, I'm assuming the pencil is used to coil up the tape when it gets unraveled. Been a while since I had to do that. I would think so, too. That's what I was thinking. But I have very little experience with cassette. I have a cassette four track up there, but it just sits there and collect dust. I might sell it. But uh, yeah. Just go through. So yeah. Um Profiting of the profit with either one or two T's, we don't know. But Softube, um, they have just released uh, a VST based on the five voice, well, Profit Five, um, and it looks pretty dope. It's I bring this to the table mainly because of the price tag. How much did you pay for your eight? Did you say? Well, so I have a Profit Eight, which is quite different from a Profit Five. Yeah. They have a reissue of the Profit Five, and I think that might go for two or three thousand dollars or something. Uh -huh. So currently. So that's a big thing. I bought my Profit 8 in 2013 for, I want to say, 11 or 1300 something like mm -hmm. that. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, okay. So we're talking, for both, we're talking big bucks. You can get the software version now for 99 US dollars. And then after June the 2nd, it goes up to $160. So again, you can either have a cassette player or you can have this. Um, but... I wanted to bring this to the table because it looks pretty nice, looks pretty uh, decent, and it gives those very much those analog vibes in that sense. Um, Can we get a little uh, taste of how it sounds? Yeah, we got this one down here. So if I bring this up, if I do this. Okay, that's a bait. Sounds profity. That does sound very profitable. Yeah. That's a ballad right there. <laughs> Just waiting for do 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 do. Yeah, I was gonna say. Nothing <laughs> more. enough profiting enough for enough. now <laughs> uh i wanted to look so how much is it going for right now did you say 99 right now, it's 99 and then it will be 159 i think One, 159 yeah 159 okay so because i use repro repro 5 from uhe which is another profit 5 plugin which is awesome and that goes for 150 okay so right. I, this sounds great i'd have to hear it you know not through internet bit rated all that stuff it sounds great it looks cool the price is really great and just out of curiosity i checked sweetwater says that the profit five is 35.99 right the 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 reissue that they made so mm -hmm. yeah i'm curious if anybody has this or is looking to get it or if they like profit five sounds and things like that um so yeah and j bell has a few questions he said would it have drums too and bass it's a synthesizer it's just a, a clone of the profit five this is a profit eight but it can do a lot of things i mean it's a it's an emulation of an analog synthesizer so the main thing you're going for with this would be to play synths but mm. it does do some drums i believe those drums in that one preview we listened to were probably from it bass it's really good at making bass bass lines and then he asks as well would this be equivalent to buying something like complete and does it have USB to laptop? No, this is a plugin. It's a synth. It's a soft synth. So it would be like opening, what is it in Ableton? Um, what's one of the synths that comes stock in Ableton? I don't Bates. use Ableton, but what? 
bass. Ableton bass. Yeah, well, there we go. It'd be like having just a, a plugin for bass, and it, it's it's not a keyboard or anything like that. It's strictly in your DAW that you would oh. open it. And David says, I'm considering this soft tube. Love the Prophet 5 sound. Yeah, mm. I mean, you can't go wrong with the Prophet 5. I use that repro everywhere, so I'm always looking for good basses and things like that. Uh, not basses, always good emulations of the Prophet 5. So, yeah, David, do you have Repro or any other Prophet 5 emulation? Just curious mm. if you're still wanting to go for that soft tube one. Thomas helped me out here. He says Operator. Yeah, that's a synth in yeah. Ableton. So it would be like opening Operator and doing whatever, you know, you can do in that. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah J-Bell, he says he thought it was a whole synth keyboard. It's just a plug-in. The mm. actual Prophet 5 is a legit synth. But uh, yeah, that's thirty five hundred ninety nine dollars. Uh, yeah, so I mean ninety nine dollars versus three thousand five hundred ninety nine. I, th I think uh, J. in terms of uh, putting it incomplete, if you were to go on like massive or something incomplete, it's something very similar to that. Those analog kind go. of like spiky sounds. Um, this would be interesting. I'm listening through because obviously it's on my end, so I get like I get the raw sound coming from it itself. Mm -hmm. It does sound very nice. It does lose. It uh, there is you can tell it's a digital synth or it's a digital emulation of that. So you'd need to do a little bit of sound design on the other end just to kind of muddy it up to make it a bit more analog. But I feel like that's the case for most analog. Yeah, and don't uh, forget they're also probably trying in these demos to show it as it is not oh. with colors and things like that so you know yeah. it's showing what this does and david says that he's got the arteria i always forget about the that they have a profit arteria yeah. makes a profit uh, vst yeah i gotta check out that what is it the the that whole suite they have that looks awesome i would like to when i get 600 bucks i think that's what's going to be uh i'm going more and more towards vsts um i have the hardware that i want but these days I'm just thinking about portability and getting back in a car and just kind of going to a beach, sticking my feet in the sand and making something which you can't do with a load of hardware. So yeah. um, I'm, I'm going down, I am going down that route. So I think that might have to be the way to go. Yeah, the V collection, right? That's what it's called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. And J-Bell says, to be honest, I'm just tired of the VSTs. Would be nice to do everything from the keyboard. Yeah, I mean, if you have a MIDI keyboard, you can MIDI map oh. a plugin to a keyboard. I don't have keyboard in front of me i mean there's these ones behind me but all these knobs you could map with midi to like this controls the filter on this plugin that might be a middle ground another thing you could check out is something like uh those groove boxes like it's not on the camera but the circuit tracks or uh the roland we covered it a couple of weeks ago the sh4d that's got yeah. four synth sets like you can do four different synths and a drum so you can have five different things in it Something like that, or even an MPC. If you're trying to get outside of working in a DAW, there's things that you can do. So if you if you want to know more about it, we can maybe cover in a round robin, like a starting to get. Actually, we probably should do a 2023 getting into DAWless because we did one they, in 2022. Yeah, yeah, and and people still listen to that and won't ask us questions about it. So I think we should do an update on it. Plus, I've got MIDI Mountain here that I can show how you can connect everything and things like that survey channel says that the synth collection i believe he's talking arturia right survey channel mm -hmm. is awesome and yeah he says it goes 50 percent a couple times a year i think black friday usually so i i gotta get it this year I, I keep keep sleeping on it i almost bought it like a year or two ago and and i i didn't and i've regretted it ever since yeah i mean it's one of those you have to kind of wait for it to come to it see yeah it's still at 600 dollars oh 600 euro right now um and 
<sighs> we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll just keep waiting, waiting for Black Friday, and hopefully <laughs> they'll come through. Um, Someday it'll 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 come. One day, one day, yeah. one day more, as they say. But yeah, we'd like to know what you think. Um, that is a new one. It's only it's it's not free. We love free stuff, but this is near as damn it, so to speak. Um, plenty of well, we analog. did cover a free synth at the start too, so you know we did. So I mean, we'll forgive us for this one. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, um, that's all the news that we have for this week. Uh, thank you for bearing with us. If there's something, like you say, uh, the we are rewind, we are rewind. That is it tongue twister and a half that would um <laughs> asef stripe sent us that um if uh there's something that we've missed is this something that you feel like we should have covered and we haven't covered yet and want to cover for next week let us know in the discord um the link is in the description um yeah let us know because you know we just find this stuff and we things that interest us but also if there's things that interest you let us know and we'll get to it yeah and really quick before we move on jbell says it would be nice to have a keyboard with something like complete bundle, for example, eliminate the need for the laptop to just switch it on and play it. He says he doesn't know if he's making sense. No, I get it. And there are even, I mean, you always have to make concessions when you're going to the physical world, but there are those giant keyboards like the, um, I think it's Roland Phantom, the Korg Kronos that do everything. They have drum sounds, they have pianos, they have strings, they have this, but they're like 88 key giant things. But I mean, that might be something you want to look into or anything like that. But yeah, I, that's the thing. When you go into the hardware world, you have to start making concessions yeah. and things like that. And the price can add up really quick and things like that. So if you have any questions, if that's something you really are considering, J-Bell, let us know or hit us up in the Discord or something. Uh, there's definitely some recommendations we can make or we can do a full segment if anybody, J-Bell or anybody else or everyone wants us to cover things like that. Yeah. Um, I always find similar to like uh, guitar pedals and stuff like that. Uh, always the guitarist before I was a synth nerd. When you get <laughs> when you get those multi effects pedals that do everything, you kind of lose the originality of the sound or the quality of the sound. And I feel in my experience, the same is in regard with synthesizers. You get one of those synthesizers that does just everything. You tend to dilute the quality of each one. That's just me. And I could be wrong on that one but that's just my experience in that whole regard but yes um that is it for the news like i say if we've missed anything let us know uh be really nice um we've also just had a massive what seems like a massive spike in viewership we're now 38 people watching which is unprecedented in audionautic history so if you are watching and you're new here hello it's nice to see you welcome we hope that you're enjoying the show um what about the marketing summer what's going on at your end? this is a quick one after that long one last week all about um auto captions and using auto captions. We did a deep dive into caption apps for putting captions on videos, ideas to use it as a musician, and also why scientifically we looked at some studies and a big government compilation of a ton of studies, why these captions do seem to increase retention and things like that. So if you want to check that out, it's on the podcast playlist on our YouTube page. You can head over there if you missed it. But Real quick, this one, I noticed we keep talking about how Spotify is going more and more into social media kind of things and stuff like that. So I, I didn't get to take a picture. I'm sorry I had to record, but you can see this banger of a track from Curtis, You Are the Sun, right? And so if you just scroll down on these canvas pages, there's now, let me get the camera, a hey, it's me. IO and a follow button. And I don't really like this part, but you can see the monthly listeners as well. Let me get that mm -hmm. glare out. 
So it's just right when you pop open a song, it's right here. You can see it right on the bottom, kind mm -hmm. of just enticing you to swipe up to see what's there. So if you swipe up, you see it. And um, yeah. yeah, I just think this is an awesome addition. I mean, we know a lot of our listeners have issues with Spotify and we have our gripes with Spotify too, but it is a major player in what people are listening on. Mm. And I think this is a nice addition in terms of independent artists and things like that. If you're on a big playlist, like we were talking in Starstream about these big playlists and how it doesn't necessarily correlate or translate into followers. So if you put a new song out and it doesn't get on these big playlists, you're not going to get anything. But if someone's listening now and viewing the canvas, which you should always make a canvas, we recommend, they may hit that follow button and then it starts you get on there. They'll get you on the release radar and things like that. So I think it's a really cool move. I'm curious to hear what people in the chat think. And of course, Curtis, what you think about it. Oh, you want that now? Uh, yes. Well, what else are we going to do? <laughs> wait, 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 give the 30 second delay and let people say what Yeah, there's nothing like uh, latency. We don't uh, have Eon Lake to, uh, to rant. Sit, so, you just know, sit in I mean, silence for 30 seconds. And we could be like StreamYard Lake. What do you think? Yeah. But I, he's yeah. he's pretty quiet today, so yeah. I don't know. Um, well, it's he is pretty quiet. He's probably missing uh, Eon Lake. So to be fair, so that's true. Um, so I, again, I think it's, again we I am very excited by the notion that Spotify is moving more social. And like you say, to reiterate, I have noticed that it only works on songs that have canvases. It doesn't work on anything else, which is if you don't have it, then. Oh, I didn't it. even know that it's only on the canvas views from what I can see. So if I listen to songs that don't have a canvas, it's not there. But if I listen to a song that's got a canvas, it's there. That's what I've just seen. Yeah. So again, always a good idea to have a canvas. But I like how Spotify is going down the social route. I think it's because if it, I mean, they haven't announced anything yet, but we've seen this trend over the last year or so. And if they are going down this route, then it will be a social media dedicated to musicians. And the first one, in my experience at least, which already has a mass appeal. I was just going to mention and a massive yeah. user base. Exactly. Yeah. So how many have... people will that translate to using the social aspect? I don't know. Well, but well, I don't mind a lot of the additions they've made so far. It's not exactly hmm. a social thing. They're just integrating a lot more video and things like that. Like certain playlists, you can now just do kind of that TikTok hmm. swipe up and view canvases. So another reason to always have a canvas release radar does do that. You can do view release radar and every song you swipe and things like that. So yeah, yeah. I, I think it's great. I think you know, the ability, I, again, listening to the new Nickelback album the other day, they did that intro video, which we spoke Wait. about. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> that, I was not expect. of all the things I expected you to say, I was not expecting, <laughs> I was listening to the new Nickelback album. <laughs> you got to see where the land lies, man. Like, in this world of chaos, uncertainty. I'm not hating. I just, I'm calling. just saying, I was, I was never expecting <laughs> that to come out of your mouth in 2023 <laughs> that's not something i was expecting full full of surprises sir but yeah um what's his uh, name chad chad kruger um sorry, ah, i know... just wanted to yeah, cover no. this chat really quick before we get back onto nickelback uh and lose all of our viewers <laughs> just kidding uh, he says do you know if a canvas needs to be an mp4 or video or will it work with a simple picture you can do pictures the only thing with canvas is it's got to be 9 by 16 that's it it yeah. can be, and it has to be eight seconds or less. It can't be longer than eight seconds. 
caveat for that if you're editing it's got to be like 7.97 seconds they do have some weird i've put sometimes even with a 9 by 16 video it's like this is not the right format and so Mm. you got to mess with it but a picture that's 9 by 16 i do that all the time you can just throw that on and it works uh you can also just do uh iMovie or even cap cut which we talked about last week cap cut uh there's film with two m's they all let you reshape or reformat videos and pictures and you can turn them into videos and just do like a small keyframe or something i would recommend if you can for major songs to do video just because it keeps the eyes on it and spotifies more and more of attention and how long someone's listening and things like that so yeah but a picture to answer your question shortly yes it does work anyways you were listening to nickelback yeah it was um and uh listen to that new album and the they're at the beginning, you click on the album and then Chad Kruger pops up and uninvitedly, which is a bit of a shock, but he does pop up in his massive mansion and just says, hey, thanks for checking out the album. You know, hope you enjoy it. Blah, 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 blah. You know, um, and that's the new yeah. feature they added, though, that 30 second clip thing. Yeah, exactly. They added that. We discussed it a few weeks back. And again, so it's this this direct uh contact so to speak or breaking the fourth wall with your fan base which this is another step in that notion it's another step in that way and that is something that excites me is wonderful you know because it just i mean it is another way to connect directly with your fans this the only way that you're going to make it make it in inverted commas in this day and age is if you do have direct contact with your fans and and talking to them as if they're across the table from you, you know, and it's a great way of doing it. So any more tools to create that is a great way is what I'm saying. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Chat, any, any opinions on it? Let us know. And if you're listening back in on YouTube, let us know in the comments might make this one, the question, but we'll see. Cause I think the next thing we'll be talking about will probably be the question yeah, of the week. Uh, very much so. Uh, we are in at <laughs> we are in to our uh, round robin for this week. Um, you've been so you haven't stopped talking about this one. You're very excited. About it's just question. funny to me. I mean, it's not funny. It, it, there's there's I just the the voices as of now. There's so many artifacts. It's funny, but the ramifications are very interesting and not funny. But okay. uh, like we can't play these things for very long. I don't even know if we can play them. We might get copyright claim, and that's an issue. But um, but I think it's worth. I put a timestamp for the the Kurt Cobain singing Radiohead. Three twenty two. I'm just coming up to it now. Yeah. Before uh, we share it, though, I should give a preamble. Well, actually, can you just describe what the round robin is for those new or listening in on Apple Podcasts? Yeah. So uh, the round robin is like our weekly discussion. Um, it's where we take a topic uh, about something in the music production world, be it something to do with marketing or be it to do something existential like imposter syndrome or whether it be something uh tangible like mixing or best practices or anything like that you know last couple of weeks we had we've had the headphone versus speaker debate um for example um but we've also talked a lot about how to maintain balance within the studio that's what this is um and it's our topic of discussion so this week we are looking at the introduction of ai cloned voices which again like i reiterate some whopper is very excited about it's just it's just crazy but anyways there's a couple of different aspects to this so i'll just give a bit of a preamble so i was watching a rick beato video where he was talking about an ai drake song so someone wrote a song and then added this ai voice of drake on top of it 
And I, I put it, I, we have a YouTube link of it if anybody wants to hear a quick sec, second of it. But um, Universal copyright struck the video, despite it being an original song. And the lyrics weren't by Drake or anything, to my knowledge. It was just someone who sang into something like Respeech or something like that, or put in words and it used this AI voice of Drake that it made to do it. And so it was copyright claimed as owned by Universal. And I think they struck the video down and they issued a statement all about this. And there was a lot of stuff, but you can find these really interesting videos of like AI so-and-so singing this or like in Rick Beata's video, he did, he showed an example of a Paul McCartney song that was new where they did AI young Paul McCartney singing it. Right. It was okay. crazy. But anyways, I, I just want to real quickly show there's tons of artifacts still and you can hear the original voice sometimes pop up or like Kurt Cobain doesn't really do vibrato. Right. But sometimes you'll hear this AI Kurt Cobain doing vibrato or things like that. But let's just hear this quick, quick bit of it. Let me bring this up. Oh, let me turn that down. Bloody hell. <laughs> Raise, raise it a little bit. It's kind of quiet. All right. A little more. <laughs> All right, we'll stop it because I don't want to get copyright. That was really quiet on my end. Hopefully, chat, you guys can hear it, but I don't want Curtis to get his ears blasted. But anyway, so you can hear it's got that gritty Kurt Cobain vibe, but singing Radiohead. But there's parts near the end of the song and at the start where it's just Tom York's voice. Like the AI couldn't couldn't hit it or anything like that. So this is a long preamble, but I really just kind of wanted to talk about, well, the bad with these copyright things and stuff like that, but also what I could see being very interesting in that you don't have to do a famous voice of someone with this AI voice thing. You could do a unique, you know, AI voice, right? It could be its own thing, like something to that effect, but people who don't sing, but want to add vocals and maybe they can't hire a vocalist or something like that or they're just getting started or want to experiment, they could use these tools to just put vocals on top. And yeah, it's weird. There'll be artifacts and things like that. But I thought it's an interesting idea. And yeah, Thomas brought up this Asus, the Lost Tapes. I don't know if you pronounce it that way, but it's it's a band, I believe, that does these songs that sound like Oasis. And then they put the Oasis singer's voice, an AI version of it on top. And Rick Beato covered it in that video. I can link the Rick Beato video uh, in the show notes and the description after the video. It's worth watching. It's like 10 or 12 minutes. Very interesting. But he gets more in the copyright and things like that. But I just really want to talk about this whole idea of these clone voices. <laughs> who, uh, where does the copyright end on someone's sound, right? Or voice. I mean, there's definite artifacts. And the Drake one does sound a lot more like Drake than these Kurt Cobain ones. And I think that's partly because of pop music being very simple, like getting more simplistic, getting quantized, getting auto-tuned. So it's a lot easier for, I would think, an AI to be in that thing than Kurt Cobain, you know, doing his very expressive and and Kurt Cobain-ness. I don't know. <laughs> but what do you think, Curtis? Um, it's another step towards the dismantling of copyright law as we see it, I think. Um, yeah. And I mean, we this again, this is another topic that we talked about with the patrons on Sunday um, and uh, how the existing copyright laws were, you know, the age old back in the early modern period to stop printing or reprinting of score sheets. And nowadays that doesn't really make sense. And the notion that you can create a voice from nothing which could emulate someone 
um and then that record labels can copyright that voice in its own right seems it doesn't sit right with me at all um it, it doesn't work it doesn't and it's just a again it's just a further money grab when they they're already the they're weird part for me is, i mean in this case of like ai drake or something like that it is someone's voice being replicated or being they use that voice to create mm. right they take a bunch of different sound clips or something and then create this like sound font basically or something i mean i'm not exactly sure how it works but it's something to that degree at least as best as i know and so yeah that's like j bell saying it, it's not created from nothing it does use yeah. existing content so like drake they took a bunch of clips i would assume and then you know created the sound font and expressions and things like that so it is interesting but it's like does universal own his voice or does he own his voice you know mm -hmm. like I don't know. It's just an interesting thought. It's very strange in that way. Well, it, it is. And I, I think, okay, so it is creative. Okay, so it's creative from indecent content. But this is like, again, this is the sampling issue that we keep coming yeah. back to. Like, at what point, if you mangle a sample into something new, at what point does it become something, you know, if you're still using artifacts from an existing sample, is that sample ever yours? Or how much do you have to mangle it to get it done? This is a very murky world. And to be honest, the only way I can see of answering it is just to say everything's free game and fair game. It's either got to be you can't do anything, but then if you do that, you if you if yeah if you don't do any sampling or don't do anything of this, then you just you know and and genres of different music just end up dying. You know the SP four hundred four community would not be where it is if it weren't for that. You know the drum and bass community wouldn't be where it's at. MPC, yeah, MPC, all that stuff. Or you do everything. This has really got to, for me. This has got to be a zero sum game. There's not any wiggle room really in this regard. Either everything's fair game, or you can't do anything. And that's the only way that we can move forward with all this. Surely, that's. I mean, unless I'm wrong. I don't know. I mean, copyright is such a interesting issue, and I, I don't think we can cover it in a small segment like this. It's it's strange, and I know what you mean, but I also understand other points of you know someone's intellectual property or something they create needing to be protected or getting royalties like i know the amen break mm. they the drummer i believe like didn't see much money from all those different samples that use it and things like that we've got and if i'm wrong correct me but i believe i read something like that got a couple of interesting chats so thomas says too bad if you're an artist with a voice that is very similar to someone that's already famous yeah that's yeah. an interesting thing and <laughs> we were talking in the chat uh in starstream with thomas that uh i had a song it was a drone that I was doing live. I filmed it, a live performance of it. And there was a drone being used that was made live on the profit, right? And I, when I posted it to YouTube, YouTube gave me a copyright strike saying, this is so-and-so's song. And mm. I listened to it. The only similarity was that it was, they both shared a drone that was in the key of C major. But it wasn't the same sound. It was a completely different patch. I made it, obviously. But it was just, it wasn't a chord progression. It wasn't a melody. It wasn't anything like that. It was a single held drone. And it was saying it was this. And that with YouTube, there's nothing you can do to fight it. Because you fight it with the copyright. The person claiming, or the group claiming the copyright. And of course, they have a vested interest in just saying, yeah, that's us. You know. So, And then if you keep trying to dispute it, at some point it says, if, if you lose again, you're banned from YouTube or you get a copyright strike or something like that. It's it's very, there's weird copyright things. So I get both sides and I think that's a bigger issue to discuss. Um, but just to Thomas's point about similarities like that, it's already kind of happening in terms of if you sound somewhat similar. Then J-Bell, this is interesting. This is what I was thinking maybe about how it does this AI. So he's saying probably AI analyzes Drake's song and emulates it from existing recorded 
recordings which are copyrighted. So that is an interesting claim because then I kind of understand how a label could claim this because the songs that it took from and those voice clips or whatever you want to call it were from a song copyrighted by the label. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I still, I still come back. To, I still come back to my original argument that, you know, these copyright laws that were written are archaic and out of date. That's quite true. We need to have a reform in that regard because I think you're right there. I don't know if yeah. the free for all is the best end result, but I don't know if it's not. I don't know. I'm just, it's interesting. Yeah, we'd like to know what you guys think in the shower. Uh, in the shower, in the uh... shower thoughts, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah shower thoughts. Um, where is my mind going? Uh, do you want to hear? Do you want to hear a, a tiny segment of Drake AI? I don't want to mess with Universal right now. You don't want to mess. <laughs> we with already Universal played right Radiohead, sung by Kurt Cobain. So we right. can. Well, I'll tell you what. We'll put these links in the show notes if you want to check it out. Um, yeah, yeah, and a couple other things from J Bill I want to cover. He says YouTube does similar with when it copyrights videos because it analyzes the audio file and there is i'm going to add in quotes supposed audio from a copyrighted thing because like i was saying that it that there's a lot of issues with youtube's copyright striking system both in how it detects it but also in the way you try to dispute things so that's a whole other argument but yeah and uh, jbell says you're not wrong uh, did you see what happened with sheeran yeah so there was a court case with uh, some Oh, I forget what song it was. That was there was a lawsuit against Ed Sheeran for a song he wrote that they were claiming it was copying another uh, song, and I'm totally blanking. Again, this isn't the topic. I just know I do know what you're talking about, Jaybell. If you want to elaborate, because I'm blanking on the songs and stuff, feel free in the chat. But yeah, I believe Sheeran won it though mm. that it's not the same song and things like that. Yeah. And there were a lot of videos of like analyzing the music theory of both songs, the key, this and that. It's interesting. But anyway, it's good that I... I That's mean, right, yeah. I'm sorry, Curtis. It's Let's Get It On from Marvin Gaye. Okay. And then I can't remember the Ed Sheeran song, but yeah, it was a Ed Sheeran uh, song. Something acoustic. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's a, that's a large, large number of songs. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's saying what he's getting at is that the, the laws are changing. Yeah. And I mean, that's a good thing to see. I mean, it's like, yeah. Um, I, I'm glad that, just to touch on the Ed Sheeran thing, I'm glad that it, uh, went through i mean i'm not the biggest fan of ed sheeran i don't think i don't think that's a bit that's too controversial thing to say um but the the fact that he won that case is good because it shows that there is still some sense in the name of what you can and can't copyright again like uh thomas says you know the four core progression you can't copyright a core progression um but you, you can a drone Apparently you can. I mean, that's that attests the fact of having a single note for twenty minutes. Apparently, that's a bad thing. You know. I um, so <laughs> I love I love drones. Just give me a single note and let me play it for, for twenty minutes, and I'm I'm yours. You know, but uh, there is. I'm glad that it because it does set an ugly precedence for what you know what money can buy in terms of right and copyright. And I'm glad that the laws are changing in that regard. And it's it's good. You know, I don't I don't mind it. If people want to sample, get on it. You know. It's all free expression, you know. No, improvisation is dead. We had this on a round robin a few weeks ago. Like, it's the only way forward. <laughs> yeah, it's an interesting. It feels like the wild west or something right now in terms of all this stuff. And I think in a few years we'll see where the dust settles with everything. But yeah, I mean, I I think you're right. Copyright laws do need to change. To what extent and what degree, I'm not sure. That's something we'd have to really like talk about and uh -huh. see the merits and stuff. But I just think it's really interesting. 
I wanted to cover, yes, this these bad thoughts of, on this idea and like where copyright lies and things, but the idea of being able to create voices to put on music, not cloned of a famous singer, but let's say there's some, you know, like licensed properly voice options you can use or something like that. Or it, I don't know that who knows the it. logistics of it, but the idea of like having these voices on top is just an interesting concept for opening up vocal music for mm. people who don't sing or don't want to sing or something like that, but want to add vocals to it or even just sure. small vocal chops of like mm. oohs and ahs and quick things like that, just to add and we're talking sampling, right? Doing something like that yeah. and getting all these different libraries of things. It's just an interesting idea. It is. Yeah. I mean, I used to spend a lot of time making tracks where you take those uh, vocal samples from splice and sometimes they are like oohs and ahs and they're ad libs and stuff, but sometimes they're, you know, they're like minute long verses and choruses and, you know, people have recorded entire songs and then chopped them up and you can just literally splice them into your project file. This yeah. is that next step. And like, that's really interesting to me because you can begin, I imagine you can then begin to kind of sculpt the type of voice you exactly. want. Exactly. And, and, and yeah. what you want. Like, let's say you have a song yeah. and you want a specific sample in mind. You could actually type it in and have that created and tweak it mm. and things like that. I mean, that idea is kind of cool. It's kind of creepy and weird, but it's kind of cool. And like J-Bell says, it would have to be, and you were saying this too, Curtis, would have to be an AI platform that works like Splice. And yeah, it'd be yeah. just cool if like on that platform, you could have these licensed vocal sounds or something and you could type in, you know, like this sound or that. I mean, that's probably a thing or will be a thing, but it's just an interesting thought. That's all these round robins are, just talking out loud thoughts, you know, things. Which is Good, Ed Sheeran's song, no? No, that's thinking out loud. Oh. Okay, yeah. Well, we're close. <laughs> Don't copyright us for that. <laughs> uh, but I mean, I mean, I'd like to see. Okay, so Chat GPT make a song, write the lyrics for a song, put that through an AI vocal thing, and then have AI generated music, and just you know, going down that route of just, uh, yeah, going down that route of just. AI expressionism and seeing what an AI can do and just, it is exciting. It is very exciting. And yeah. And this is interesting because this is already a problem with splice as it is from what I've read. The thing is, Thomas says if the producer for let's say Justin Bieber already used that sample in a major hit. Yeah. What would happen? Well, yeah, they would copyright claim it. Right. And this goes back to the whole issue of copyright. So that's, we're in this weird limbo where we're clung to, former things but going on to new things and yeah i mean that's what i was saying earlier about it's like the wild west and we got to see where the dust settles mm. i mean who knows where it all goes but it's interesting to see this is kind of like the uh insights into the future let's say of what could happen with music production and sampling and things like that and whether copyright and things like that catch up to it or not and what happens from either of that the ramifications of it we don't know but it's just something to see and at least talk about the cool parts of it you know like yeah. that we were talking about but yeah it's good to talk about the bad too i suppose yeah good the bad and the ugly um be great to see i mean like i don't know you, you gotta mangle us i see i work with a lot i work with a lot of kids doing music production and they'll go on splice and they'll take stuff and then just like you know jigsaw it all out and stuff like that and it's great but then you know you, you gotta come back to it you're missing the fun of it is mangling the sample making something new you know that kind mm-hmm. of thing. so um, putting it in chromatic mode and seeing what comes out from that right <laughs> exactly so like yeah it's, it's a good way to go and um yeah and i mean it's the best way to avoid copyright strikes in its own regard and uh 
it's also more fun i think it's also more fun i did a, I did a, for a while i was making templates with just a bunch of loops and scenes just to see get create like a randomization effect and after a while i was like yeah it's more fun if i just go in and mangle them myself so <laughs> yeah, yeah definitely definitely i mean it's the best to just take a sample chop it up and do all kinds of weird things with it. I was just mm. cracking up too because uh, Thomas was <laughs> I want to own the copyright for <laughs> Kick Loop. Yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's strange days, but it's just interesting. I'm curious if anybody in the chat has used AI for any sort of musical things. I know there's people that tell ask Chat GPT to write a chord progression or something like that. So yeah, it's interesting. Very much. Yeah. Um, Anything else on that? I think that's everything we've got for now. No, I know that was a little bit of a more loose round robin. There wasn't exactly a topic, but yeah. it's just it's just such a strange, as I mentioned, such a strange place all of this is in right now. And I just kind of wanted to bring up what I saw, talk about it with you, Curtis, obviously, and with everyone in the chat and see what everybody thinks about it. Because it's, it's just so interesting right now. Mm -hmm. We're like, it seems like it's almost at a point, but not quite. And then there's all these things holding everything back, and which is probably a good thing. But yeah, it's it's just crazy. Crazy days yeah. is all. Crazy days. I mean, that kind of attests for the show, really. In that regard. <laughs> so I'm glad that you brought it because you know we're we're always trying to try new things. Trying to try. We're always trying new things here. We are we? always trying to try. Um, we aim to try. We aim, <laughs> we aim to try and try our best. Um, but yeah, we have this. You know, we're always trying. I'm saying it again, we're always changing the way that the show is run and these topics are always fluid um you've got to keep things fresh and yeah if you liked uh the round robin let us know um and it's always interesting to get a little bit of a topic coming through we ain't there you go there you go <laughs> <laughs> as you can see some of this is an extension of our weekly meeting where some of them over basically just spent Monday just going through this new software. Just going, what can we do? What can we do? But yeah. Um, you're having a little aspect, a little bit into what it's like to just we aim to try. Yeah. Is that is that in the is that in the banners? Is that in the banners? Yeah, I put it in the banners. I, you, I didn't know this. You can do a ticker, a ticker. where it scrolls yeah, yeah, yeah. across. Yeah. Well, yeah. That is cool. You can't change the color though, it looks like, which is a bummer. So we just it's get very, this. It's, it's very Snapchat. It's very Snapchat. Um, <laughs> I don't know if people are on Snapchat still. I don't know if that's what the youth are doing these days. I never was, but um, uh, yeah. I think I tried it for about 20 <laughs> minutes and decided to go on. But yeah, I'd like to make, if I can, if we can find a way to make videos in here as well, I think we might have to do another upgrade. I don't know. But for now, we have a lovely new background. We have a, 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 the lovely Audio Nought Space Helmet. We have different balance. It's good. So we're in a good space hey we aim to try we aim to try that's going to be on the back of the new set of t-shirts um, <laughs> <laughs> thomas says uh, it's a, a great name for a band yeah i don't um, think it's better than death warper but it, it's close well it's getting there i'll tell you it's what like a, yeah, another metal band like a metal core band you know we yeah. aim to try if some more pro and I ever uh, ever do a side project of the two of us that will be what we do uh, we aim to try yeah um we thank you guys for uh, joining us for this evening. We are, we are at the end of our show. Um, thank you for sticking towards the end and telling us what you're up to and where you're at and what you think of everything that's going down. It's lovely to hear what you're up to. And yeah, um, we very much appreciate your company. 
yeah, it means a bunch to just spend some time with everybody. And uh, we love hearing from you in the chat. Again, I just want to say thanks to all of our awesome patrons uh, who helped us get this new StreamYard. Hope you guys are digging what we can do with it. And we're just getting the hang of it now. So, you know, as as we'll keep reiterating, <laughs> we aim to try. So we're, we're learning. We're getting there. Uh, but there's a lot of stuff we can do with it. I think we've just kind of started figuring out all the stuff we can do. So we're going to have a lot of fun with it. And uh, we can't wait to see you guys in the next star stream. Keep an eye out patrons for binary stars. We'll also be revealing or discussing some interesting new things coming up for Audionautic with all of you to get your input and things like that. So check the discord, check the Twitter. If you're just watching, you're welcome to hang out in the discord. And um, of course, if you're on Apple podcasts and Spotify, thanks for listening, leave a rating. And if you got some value out of the show, Hit that like button if you're watching live. It helps a ton. We really appreciate it. We really do. Um, really helps spread the word. Really, really love doing this. And um, we really appreciate the platform that we're kind of building. So, yeah, um, if you know uh, and if you're of a like mind, shout us to the heavens. Um, but we do just love hanging out with you on a Wednesday evening slash day slash night slash where we happen to be in the world. Because we are a global. Yeah, we are, we are international. <laughs> yeah we'll be back next uh, week same time uh which is 7 p.m utc 11 uh, a.m pacific i don't know what mount that is. Go. i don't know what that is mountain time though i know we've got a couple of people in the it's East two Coast. hours mountain is two hours after so it would be one and then right. i think east coast survey channel can probably correct me but i think east coast would be two i think when we start live but he also says, we really appreciate a great show, guys. And Thomas says, as well, great show, guys. Love it. He also says, we aim to try the poorly executed acoustic instrumental high school project. Yeah, <laughs> I, I get the vibe like a day to remember, like metalcore or something like that. We aim to try, you know. Yeah. But, but I could see that, too, a, a high school project. I think mine was in retrospect, our metal band. And oh, it was like experimental metal. Yeah, we were in that's, retrospect. That's yeah. much better than mine. That was much better than mine. Care to share know. or no? Uh, inmate 274. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Always with the the concept names, a eh, Curtis. With it three. was it was a small I and capital N. Just to of be of course clear. it was. Of course it was. There was the E in inmate a three. It was not. That is something I reserved purely for Curtis. Okay. Uh, okay. Well, the, you got there at some point for I sure. Got there at some point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, thanks very much, uh, guys and gals. Thank you ever so much. We will see you next week. Yeah. Thanks for watching. Mm -hmm.